This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mr. Jared Greenberg, one of the most talented NBA reporters in the country. You can see in many places, including... TNT, uh, NBA on TNT, and he joins me now early in the morning. Man, you are grinding, bro. Thanks for being on. <laughs> you got it, man. What time is it? Uh, it's time for you to go to sleep. <laughs> I remember those. It's 8 a.m. on the West Coast. So what do you got? Okay. It's a, it's 11. For people who don't know, NBA people, I did an NBA TV hit last night from my house, right? I got a house okay. set up, and I was exhausted. I'm watching the games. My wife's like, oh, my God, you look so tired. As soon as I get off camera, I, I, I'm like, you ready to go to bed? But apparently I go, yeah, you ready to go to bed? And Lori's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be up for three hours, which I was because I'm jacked. I don't even know how you doing sideline work, you go to sleep before 4 a.m. I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> well, listen, it's it's uh, not rocket science. It's uh, cover. So uh, if they're going to continue to pay me, I'm going to continue to suck <laughs> it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, No, you're right. It ain't laying bricks. It ain't unloading pallets at Walmart in uh, right, Dubuque, Iowa. Right. That's very specific right, for a right. reason. Um, all right, so so I want to get into this. Actually, you texted me this morning that you've got a little a little info um, on this um, on this idea of of uh, how one might push back against against load management. What's um? Can you give the people a little? Because I love this topic and I'm into it. What are you hearing? What do you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you and I have talked about it before. I'm pretty passionate about it, um, and you know. And I don't want to necessarily lump last night into it just because of of the circumstance, but like, it's annoying as an NBA fan. Like, I can't, I can't recall the last game I went to where everybody of significance played. It's it's every night there there's something going on, and uh, obviously the the resting healthy players is the is becoming uh, an epidemic in the NBA, and the NBA, you know it almost has its hands tied behind its back what it could do a report came out yesterday from the athletic and and i did some digging on it yesterday and spoke to some people uh one person specifically who has a seat at the negotiation table on the player side and he confirmed to me that the players may and this is not a guarantee yet but may give way to the owners asking for some sort of game minimum to be placed on NBA individual awards. So for example, and and I don't know exactly what the number would be, but you would have to play 80% of your team's games or something like that to be eligible to become that season's MVP. And, and with all of the different uh, things that are going to be negotiated, it appears as if the players aren't going to put up a tough fight for that particular argument. 
I got to tell you, uh, Jared Greenberg here on the show, and so 80% is right around 66 games. But, and I'm just making that up, by the way. That's not necessarily what the number is. I'm just giving you that. I was going right, to ask you, like, what would the like? Because this is what I was thinking about. What's the? Because what can happen? I think it's rare, and I think it's I think it's an exception that's worthy of punishment accidentally yeah. to fix a larger problem. Guys can get hurt and still be really impactful. For me, the, I was thinking like 70 games, 68 games, 70 games to me felt like a threshold I would want players to hit when I'm voting. Yeah, and, and I mean, for me too, it, it often becomes more of a tiebreaker for me than anything else. Like if, if I feel two guys, when I'm casting my ballot at the end of the year, two guys are pretty tight and I, and I you know can't make a decision, I will often look to a tiebreaker and say, all right, this guy's played 75 games. The other guy played 62 games. I'm going to give it to the guy who played 60, 75 games. But, you know, I, I think – it speaks to a larger issue that the NBA has on its hands. And I also think ultimately what I, I think the owners should ask for, I don't know that the players will necessarily give uh, give their their blessing to this, though. I, I think money needs to be tied to it. Um, and, and I think it needs to be a system of, sure, you get a guaranteed contract, but within that guaranteed contract, you will get 100% of your payment if you play X amount of games. I mean, Jared Greenberg here on the show. And, and the issue is, and look, I'm not ever mad at anyone for exercising the leverage and the power that they've accumulated. Sure. So I don't dislike player power as a sort of a knee-jerk reaction. I just think things right. can become extreme in one direction or the other. I mean, if you get into Major League Baseball, I mean, I, right, like there's too much power in one direction. You get into the NFL, certainly players would argue it can be the other direction. I just, it's hard for me to see Jared Greenberg where players would ever allow what you just said to happen, even though I think it's it, it's a great call because it, it and not to pick on not to pick on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, but they didn't play yesterday in a TNT big game on national television against the other best team in the Eastern Conference and they are playing in the All Star game festivities, right? It's not like they've been ruled out for that. So there's and I and I'm only picking on those guys because they're the latest and most most recent example of what is widespread but there is a problem. Like there is a, the NBA needs its best players to play. Yeah, and it goes beyond its best players too. I mean, like even Al Horford last night. You know, they determined he's not going to play in back-to-backs, and uh, I get it. They're doing it out of precaution because he's got this knee injury. They want him healthy for a championship. But I think ultimately, the mindset that bothers me right now about the NBA is that it, it, it views itself first as a sport, whereas I think it needs to view itself first as an entertainment entity where. You, you have two main streams of money. Sure, there are others, but the, the, the first most important stream of money, and I say most important not because I work for them, but because that's where the extreme wealth is coming from, is your national TV media partners. That's where this bubble got so big, and it scares me that at some point it may burst, that at some point TV executives, media executives, advertisers are going to step in and say, why do we continue to – you know, shell out billions of dollars for something that on a nightly basis we don't get pennies on the dollars for what we're paying for. Then you go to the ticket holders. And last night I was talking to people in Milwaukee that the, the tickets for the Boston Celtics-Milwaukee Bucks game was through the roof. And I'm not even talking about secondary markets. The teams are charging more money because Boston is a premium ticket. And you show up to the arena and you find out Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart um, didn't even travel with the team. Like, to me, Jason Tatum was ruled doubtful on Monday because he was sick. 
the team left Boston and left him behind as, as they took off for Milwaukee, and then they ruled him out on Tuesday. So what, he was going to wake up, feel fine, and take a commercial flight to the game? No, they knew he wasn't going to play from Jump Street, and it was misleading to the fans. I agree. And to close the loop on this, in my own experience, my son Henry is a 10-year-old, Jared, and he loves the NBA. He loves LeBron. Right, he's a 10-year-old. He loves LeBron. He loves Steph. And he wants to see all these guys play. And I've had to right. tell my wife multiple times. Like, she'll see something on the schedule. And she'll be like, oh, can you buy tickets? It's five weeks from now. We just had this conversation about, what is it? Is it Warriors at Lakers coming up? I can't even remember. Where I'm like, hey, babe. Hey, she hates when I call her babe, so that'll go over great if she's listening to the car right now. Hey, baby. It's not what am I at all. You call her babe, she'll love it. You're Jerry Greenberg. <laughs> She's tired of me. I'm married for 15 years. Um, you just made her day. Uh, but I, I was like, look, Steph's hurt. LeBron is pretending, or he's actually hurt every other day, or he's not. I, I'm like, let's wait till we're close. I, I, told, I tried to tell her, like, I may not even know if these guys are playing when I buy the tickets the day before. Because right. like, my kid wants to see specific players. All right. All right. And, and there listen, you go. And just, just to point it out, though, I, I think it's not to blame players for getting injured that happens but i think it's a product of, of a larger issue it's a cumulative effect and listen again i'm not picking on the boston celtics for last night if it was in a vacuum and it happened once in a while fine but i've done probably 20 games this year and i can't count the number of times that i've actually had of full both teams have had full rosters uh, on, on top of the fact that i think you know lack of practice lack of training camp we're asking these guys, and, and nobody should feel sorry for them, but we're asking them to do nothing, not play, not practice, and then all of a sudden go give it your all and, and play 40 minutes. Uh, dude, I agree. Jared Greenberg on the show. All right, so for last night in the game that you were at, I mean, great game, surprisingly great game, goes to overtime without these Celtic stars we're talking about. Drew Holiday was an absolute beast, man. I mean, what a what a performance! And, and that steal at the end—I I was on my couch yelling, which doesn't happen very often uh, on a Tuesday night. What for you is the is the takeaway that means something weeks or months from now, if there is one from that game last night? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, it's that no matter who is playing for the Boston Celtics, they've figured out a way to not stop Giannis, but to defend him better than anybody else, and. Uh, I think it would scare me if I'm a Bucks fan. Now, listen, the Bucks weren't necessarily whole either. They didn't have Bobby Portis. They don't have Jay Crowder yet in the lineup. And Chris Middleton's still on a very strict minutes restriction. But to me, to, to, to win that game, to need overtime, to need overtime to, to win that game without four of the top six scorers for Boston is, is something that would scare me. And, and for Boston, it just shows their embarrassment of riches and the way they play. And I tell you, the more I cover the Celtics, and I, I think I've had four or five games already this year with them, the more I'm impressed with Joe Missoula. Like a guy who we kind of knew a little bit from college, uh, West, his West Virginia days, but you know, I don't know many people that really knew him intimately uh, ahead of this year. He has impressed the heck out of me, and, and right now I think he's got to be the runaway favorite for Coach of the Year in the NBA. Jared Greenberg here on the show. Jared, for you, is it the proper expectation that the Phoenix Suns, assuming Kevin Durant when he returns remains healthy, are, are the clear favorites in the in the West, or is that just giving them too much credit? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense on paper, but, I mean, like, did we not learn from our mistake four years ago when when we anointed the Nets as, as multiple-time champions before they even played together? Uh, so, for me, it's uh, – like, I, I just go back to our original conversation here is that there's got to be some value in the regular season. And it's not just about selling tickets or getting people to tune into their TV. Like, you learn how to win. You learn your identity in the regular season to execute at a high level in the playoffs. Teams like 
like the Suns, who are going to try and put it together with this incredible amount of talent at the top end, teams like the Clippers who mess around constantly with the regular season, I just feel like you're, you're playing a game of chicken, and more times than not, you lose. Like, you've got to build to something. And, and to me, you know, it, it, the All-Star Weekend this weekend, and that used to mean the halfway point of the season. Bill, there's like 25 games left for these yeah. teams. So there's That's not crazy. a lot of time. Yeah. I'm going to pat myself on the back, though, and I don't know if D-Cell saved this clip. I And look, I get stuff wrong. Ask all the Knicks fans who keep sending me my clip about how Jalen Brunson sucks at basketball or whatever the hell I said a year and a half ago. Glad that one's out there. I was wrong, Knicks fans. But I did say repeatedly the Nets were never going to win anything because that seemed pretty obvious. I'm, I'm just less sure, and I guess more confident for the Suns as a result, I'm just less sure what the, the Chris Paul – Kevin Durant mix is like. like I didn't. I'm not. An, I don't think Kyrie is an effective. Whatever. Insert whatever you want to say. Leader, player, closer, whatever. I know he's talented. I, I sort of feel like CP3 and Durant are going to work. And just man, Booker and Aiden. It's just it's it's so much talent. It's not just two or three. It's so much talent. Yeah. No. It, it is. Um, and that you know, from from a defensive standpoint, in terms of their opponents, it's going to be a nightmare to try and defend them. But. Again, that, that's assuming they're on the court, right? Chris Paul has had multiple injuries this year and at times has looked phenomenal like he did the other night. And at times he's looked like a guy who you're wondering why he didn't retire. I, I think he's somewhere in the middle. I, I don't think he's to either extreme. Uh, but Devin Booker's had soft tissue injuries. Kevin Durant, again, has a knee injury, right? Like, I, I just would be careful before we proclaim that a team that has not played one game yet is all of a sudden going to be able to beat a team like the Nuggets who have had not a full season, but multiple years of getting to know one another and understanding a system and one through 10 is way deeper. Yeah, it's a great point. And I love the point. And just because I don't know about you, Jared, you, you are probably more of a pro than I am. I just root for my own sort of lifestyle now. And I love mm-hmm. Phoenix. I just got back from Radio Row in February. Yeah. I don't need to go. Every Johnson, I standing outside in the hundred and two degree weather at you know eleven at night doing live hits. I'm good. So I hope go Denver. I hope you're right, man. It's hot in Phoenix in the summer. It is. I mean, I spent a couple of summers ago at the NBA Finals in Phoenix. I, I enjoy that dry. He's living in the southeast where it's humid as you know what. I'll, I'll take the hundred and ten dry heat anytime. To be fair, I lost twenty pounds of bourbon weight. It just evaporated off of me when I left the plane. It just was gone. <laughs> Best I've ever looked. Yeah, well, well, there you go. There's benefit, and your skin probably looks very, very good to your pores are wide open. Yeah, I was. Now I almost didn't make it because I don't think it got below 150 yeah. <laughs> while we we're there. Um, all right, buddy. Well, hey, as always, man. I know that you're traveling. I know that you're. T- I know that it's, it's a grind. You're doing amazing work. I love all your success and extremely appreciative uh, that uh, that that you still make time for us here on, on the show. Thanks for thanks for being on, pal. I, I love listening to you when, when I can, and I uh, love chatting with you. So hopefully I'll catch up with you soon. I appreciate you guys having me on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 